Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayo Day. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayo Day. Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over one million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Fact of the day, 12 confirmed COVID cases yesterday in two states, nine cases here in Lagos, three in Quara. So yeah, really low numbers if you think about it. But remember that COVID-19 is not over. And uh, we're hearing from the uh, Commissioner for Health here in Lagos, Professor Akia Bayomi, that a lot of you who have gotten your first dose have not gotten your second dose. So if you've gotten your first dose, take a look at your card. Find that card where you kept it. Take a look at it. And um, find out what date you, you're supposed to go and get your second dose and go and get it. Even if you've missed it, no wahala, just show up and get that second jab, all right? Huh? And don't stop taking your precautions. Limit your movement. When you must go out, whether you're going to work or to buy essentials, you have to wear a mask. And keep your distance from people. Oh, and wash your, sanita- wash your hands and sanitize your hands. Those are very uh, basic healthcare tips anyway. You know, they, they keep you safe. They keep all one million of you safe. And hey, you people cannot be wrong. You keep listening to the show. You keep tuning in. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time today, you are in great company. One million Lagosians listen to hard facts. We'll start with the big three as always. We'll talk about the Federal Housing Authority demolishing various buildings in Festac. Then let's talk about the reactions to President Buhari's support for open grazing. And then we're going to talk about Nigerians suing the federal government over the Twitter ban. Uh, Lai Mohammed blaming Jack Dorsey for the destruction in Lagos after the NSARS protests. Yeah. Now, remember, of course, we're streaming live on Facebook. Good, because I have lots of stuff to show you today. Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. Today is a great day to watch. If you uh, haven't been watching before, today is, I mean, every day is a good day to watch just live right but um on days when i have video to show you it's even better to watch and we have whatsapp as well so if you try to get in touch via the phone lines and it's too difficult please get on whatsapp we're going to try as much as possible to take your thoughts as well whatsapp is 080-959-75805 080-959-75805 all right then. Now uh, there's no community you report today, and there's no big hard fact today. 
because you people want to watch football you people want to watch Euro 2020 or you want to listen to Euro 2020 so eh, let's uh, let me respect myself and be going <laughs> once it's 4 o'clock but hey uh, we've got the best sports gang in Lagos and they will be here making sure that you do not miss any of the action on uh, Euro 2020 today I hear Portugal is playing so that should be good uh, you get to watch uh, Ronaldo people are fans of Ronaldo uh-huh. uh huh. so you get to watch Watch him from uh, four o'clock, or you get to hear about all the things he's doing on the field today. Okay, let's not waste time. Let's get into the big three directly. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Did the FHA and Lagos State Government handle the demolitions in Festac properly? Can grazing routes be reopened? And do you think they should be reopened? Will the courts side with the executive on the Twitter ban? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Our first story takes us to Festac. Over the weekend, the Federal Housing Authority and a Lagos State Task Force demolished over a hundred shops, twelve churches, two mosques, a market, and many other structures along and around Second Avenue. If you're watching our live stream, we're showing you some of uh, what happened over the weekend. But if you cannot watch, let's play some of the audio for you. Watching on Facebook, you're seeing the buildings that have been brought down. It's quite the thing. Now, the punch is quoting FHA staff as saying that uh, those were all illegal structures. According to them, the FHA claims that uh, none of the people who built the structures or the people from whom they rented the land um, were the actual owners. You remember earlier in the year, I told you that Lagos State Government and the FHA said that they're collaborating on restoring the Festac master plan and that it would involve demolitions. And now it seems like um, they've started, they've started um, implementing that plan. Now, there's some controversy about the approach. Some of the affected occupants are saying that they only got seven days notice before the demolition. Here's what Isaac Kadiri said. He's the vice president of Nigeria Automobile Technicians Association in Amuodofin, the Amuodofin chapter. He said, quote, We believe that if the government wants to chase us away, it should give us an alternative. But it just gave us seven days notice to leave. We had an alternative place at 6th Avenue that was given to us by Festac Town Residents Association and Federal Housing Authority. But the place is not ready. We put the access roads here. But 
look at what we're losing. We have lost more than 100 million here. What we have lost here, we can't gain back. We have mechanics, battery chargers, vulcanizers, panel beaters, and painters as our members. We were served the seven days ultimatum through the Lagos State Task Force, which claimed that FHA invited it to carry out the demolition. We want the government to give us a place where we can earn our living. If it says the site is ready tomorrow, we will move. We were paying rent to the Amoa Dolphin local government. We were paying tax to the Lagos state government. We pay rent of 10,000 naira each per annum. We are more than 5,000 artisans, end quote. So the words of um, the vice president of the Nigeria Automobile Technicians Association, Amoa Dolphin chapter, Isaac Kadiri. Now, if what he says is true, it raises questions, doesn't it? First of all, if the local government has been collecting rent from these shops and if the state government has been collecting rent from these shops, was that a tacit acceptance that they had a right to be there? And now the government has decided that they shouldn't be there anymore. Does the fact that they've been collecting tax and rent from them for years give government an obligation to relocate them before the demolitions? By the way, Aboju Market was also uh, demolished. This is now the second market demolished in Festac within the past seven months. Remember back in December, we talked about the demolition of the 23 Road Market. And these are major markets in Festac and now they're both gone. The situations were a bit different, though. I mean, while government has always insisted that um, Aboju market is illegal, that 23-road market was built by government. So when they gave demolition notice um, to that market last December with very short notice, the traders actually dragged government to court and they got an order to stop that particular one. But government still demolished it. And now Aboju is gone as well. This is actually the second time that government has demolished Abuja. I have to uh, uh, say that. The first time that they demolished Abuja market was in 2019. The traders rebuilt it. And then there was a fire there in January this year. And now government has demolished it again. But it raises questions. It does. If government demolished it in 2019 and government called it illegal in 2019, should the traders have come back? And why did they come back? I really want to hear from Festac people today. If you live in Festac or you, you trade in that market, you have business in that market, um, and you understand the ins and outs of this particular issue, I bet give me a call. 0700-993-993-993. Women call me on 01-465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. If you want to be anonymous, that's also fine. Why was the Aboju market rebuilt even after government said that it was illegal in the first place? And away from the, the Aboju market, what do you think about um, the demolition of the shops, the mechanic workshops? If the government has been collecting rent and tax from them, did government still have the moral or the legal right to demolish the shops without an alternative? And what about the churches and the mosques? Because they also claim that, the, that um, they received seven days notice before the demolitions. Was well, seven days enough? 
Again, women, call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp available. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello, thank you very much for calling us. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Yeah, this is Pastor Ladipo calling from Morilegum. Thank you for calling. One of the things you must understand is this. Mm. If government said this land is under acquisition mm-hmm. or this place is under acquisition, mm-hmm. if it like, let them occupy it for one million years. One day, they will wake up, a particular government will wake up and demolish the place and reclaim it. The problem our people have is this. Mm. They believe they can always get away with everything. That is why before you buy, before you rent, mm. before you invest money, make serious inquiries. You know, agents and all these people will tell you because they are just looking for their own money. But the law says that squatters who have stayed illegally in a place for a number of years now have rights. Remember that during Takwa Bay's demolitions, yes. these Listen, were the conversations wait. that we had. Let me tell you, hmm. the same, they are, I didn't know the one that makes the law. I didn't know the ones that have been collecting uh, tolls and uh, levies of all kinds from them. Okay. Now they are coming back to tell you that the original plan of that place Supposed to be what is it called? Either green, whatever they said it's supposed to. And when the moneylenders will be selling these things, government will be looking at them. Some of them they even aid they aid them to do these things. So it is left for you as a citizen who wants to get a place. All you have to do make your don't get a place because you are so desperate to get a place to stay. The truth is. Make serious inquiry. Even if they don't come in 10 years' time. They, this, this same thing has happened to us before. When our church was located along this Badagri Express route, they served us notice. They said they are coming. And yeah, they are still collecting levies from us. So you're saying, but, so you're saying that they're doing an illegal thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. It is not how long. Illegality, time must surely catch up with no matter how, how illegal, how long it is. So time does not matter. Okay, the pastor is confusing me, but um, I'm sure that you who's listening get the gist. Um, I mean, is there an argument to be made for if you want to remove the people who have been there squatting illegally for a long time? Uh, is there an argument to be made for, well, if you want to remove them, you now have to follow the rules? I don't know. 99.3, hello. Hello. Yes, hi. Good, good afternoon. I, I just turned on the radio and I had this uh, conversation around first fact. Yes, welcome. Thank you. I want to remain anonymous. That's fine. Yes, I just wanted to say that I quite support um, the demolitions that have been taking place in Festac. Okay. Because if you've been to Festac in the last two, three years, hmm. you will weep. Okay. The entire place looks like a shadow of what it was. I was born in Festac okay. in the 80s. Okay. When there was still some normalcy there. Okay. When you go there now, the roads are bad. Hmm. There are shops, corner shops shacks all over the place. Okay. You know, everything, it looks like a, a mirror of a jegunle or something turning towards that. Okay. All the locations that we used to call prime areas in Festac have all fallen apart. Okay. The block of flats are all on Kent. 
they are unpainted, the streets leading to them are bad, they're not being taken care of. So if this is government's way of reclaiming or trying to instill some sense of normalcy mm. into what should be a residential area, mm. a government residential area, mm. then let them make that effort. Okay. And for the traders who are affected by this, I know it's rather unfortunate, mm. but they cannot tell me they only gave them seven days notice and within that seven days, an alternative arrangement was made for them in Sixth Avenue. And building and plans had to be going on in Sixth Avenue for them to relocate there. Mm. It's not, things are not done. If that was done, the traders can take the government to court okay. and sue them because by law, they're not supposed to give them anything less than six months notice. Okay. It is law. So they cannot come and start claiming now that they were not notified. If that was the case, mm. they can take government to court and then claim their, get their, 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 their get damages. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Anonymous. But as far as the demol- demolition is concerned, mm-hmm. I'm fully in support of it. I'm pretty sure a lot of residents there are in support of it. As well. Because people who own property in Festac are, are, they are at a loss as to how bad things have gone in the area. Right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Anonymous, for calling. 99.3. Hello. Yeah, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Atanga. Yeah, Atanga, you picked this call. Mm. I'm calling you from Parview in Ikoyi. All right. Yeah, where we are growing up also, mm. late 70s and 80s in Lagos, mm-hmm. there's nothing like Parview, nothing like Banana, nothing like Osborne. Mm. That place was reserved for swampy place. We went for water gathering before we moved to the ocean. Okay. Today, I pray that we will allow me drive out from the Parview. The big men all built house there. They are doing first time people because first time people are middle class people are poor people are living there and the big people are leave that place move down to Ikoyi or like this. I'm waiting my life if a banana go be pulled down have you and husband. Okay. That, that that's my own uh, looking for my own lifetime. If I will see this city place people down, so we oh. big men all pull and. Um, Right but, but, but did you listen to the previous caller? Did you hear what yeah, she yeah, said? Yeah, yeah, yes. I, we all grew up in Festa. We all we are there in 1977. So what, do you, so, so what do you think about the points that she made? Yeah, the, the first, you know, most of the standards, we, we always, where we grew up, where we are growing, where we meet in, in Ikoyi, mm. like, yeah, about that, so, so, there are no, there are no more there. Mm-hmm. In Ikeja, in Festac, in the Satellite Town, mm-hmm. there are Jack on this, uh, Gowan Estate, okay. Nipaja Set. Go and Shagari Estate. There are no more because the high population people moving down to Lagos. People must move. If we can do it for the poor people in Festa, middle class people in Festa, come down to Ikoi also. I also do it in my whole lifetime. I want to see it also. All right, Gabriel, taking the conversation where I'm not sure we took it to begin with. 99.3, hello. Good afternoon. Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Meg. Hi, Meg. <laughs> Okay, I want to talk about the Festac issue. Like the other lady said, mm. for those who knew Festac in the late 70s, early 80s, mm. and early 90s, mm-hmm. you've, you've come to the conclusion that Festac is a shadow of itself right now. Mm-hmm. I, I was in Ife and I used to go to my uncle's house on 7th Avenue mm-hmm. in Festac all through my university days in the 90s. Okay. And I can tell you, Festac is not what it was before. Everywhere is a mess. Okay. Everywhere is a mess. And like she said, the people who have these markets, these shops, they knew that those things they were doing are illegal. Even the churches, the church owners, they know 
those areas were created for green green areas. They were not supposed to have been sold to anybody to to to, to do anything or or given to people illegally. Right. It's unfortunate that people still got demolished, but my dear, for things to be right, some things must go now. Some things must give way for things to be right. Festac, for those who knew Festac, Festac was a dream place to live in. Yes, back. Why can't we maintain those standards? Why will everything about Nigeria be Nigeria? For somebody, a mechanic, can just come up and do something on 23 Road, on 2nd Avenue Junction. Why? Why? And like she said, if, if they were not given enough notice, but you see this thing about this demolition, mm. it's been due years back. It's been due years, years back. It's only getting worse by the day. And it's a good thing the government has done it. If they destroyed people's things, they should find a way of compensating them. Mm. That's the truth of the matter. I sympathize with the owners of shops and businesses there, but what is right has to be done at some point in time. Meg, thank you very much for calling. If you just joined us, you're listening to The Big Three on Hard Facts, 99.3 Nigeria Info. The Big Three are three big stories for the day. And our first story takes us to Festac. Over the weekend, the Federal Housing Authority and a Lagos State Task Force demolished more than 100 shops, 12 churches, two mosques, a market, and many other structures along and around Second Avenue. The Punch is quoting FHA staff as saying that uh, these were illegal structures. According to them, the FHA claims that none of the people who built the structures or the people from whom they rented the land were the actual owners. Now, of course, if you take your your mind back to earlier this year, I told you that um, the Lagos State Government and the FHA said that they were collaborating on restoring the Festac Master Plan. Do you remember when we talked about it? And they said that um, it was going to involve demolitions. Now, I told you that there's some controversy about the approach. So you have people who are affected by this, who were affected by this. And uh, some of them are saying, they're claiming that they only got seven days notice before the demolition. I read to you what Isaac Kadiri said, the vice president of the Nigeria Automobile Technicians Association, a more doffing chapter. Now, he said a bunch of things. He said that um, the government was collecting taxes from them. Uh, he said that um, they were paying uh, uh, rent to their mod of in local government. They were paying tax to the Lagos State government. They paid rent 10,000 naira each per annum. Uh, there were more than 5,000 artisans. A lot of people have been affected by this. And I'm, I'm thinking that if what he said was true, if the local government has been collecting rent from these shops and if the state government has been collecting rent from them, do you think that that's a tacit acceptance that they had a right to be there? And now that government has decided that they cannot be there anymore, do you think that government has an obligation to relocate them before government demolished? Especially if government has been collecting tax and rent from them for years. I also told you about Aboju Market that was demolished. Um, it's the second market demolished in Festac within the past seven months. We talked about the demolition of 23 Road Market back in December. Um, and these are major markets in Festac. But specifically the Aboju Market, the government is saying that that one is illegal. 
that they gave uh, a demolition notice um, back in 2019, demolished it then as well, and the traders rebuilt it. Then there was a fire in January, and now they, they've demolished it again. And my question with that was, if government demolished in 2019 and called it illegal, should the traders have come back? Why did the traders come back? Why was the Agboji market rebuilt even after government said it was illegal in the first place? It's 26 minutes past three. We'll take more of your uh, thoughts after a break. And uh, don't forget, we're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. I want to read your comments after this break as well. Nigeria Info 99.3 on Facebook, Nigeria Info FM on YouTube. WhatsApp is available 080 959 75805 That's the number to call if you're a man. If you're a woman, 014657 I'm Sandra Ezek. You are listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. Lagos, let's talk. 0700-993-993-993. I'll take two calls and then I'll talk to you about the people who are responding to President Buhari's call to reopen old grazing routes. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling. Yes, my name is Abubakar. Welcome. I'm calling from Sister Benio. Oh, good to have you on the show, sir. Please, those who are talking, they are not living in Festac. Okay. You see, where the, where the demolition took place are shanties, not where we have real buildings. Okay. If we are going to market, we are talking about, mm. there's no single block of shops. Any people can just come in, bring in planks, and uh, just build the shop even along the roads. It wasn't a rebuilding. Uh, okay. If you are going to Badagri, that mm. that stretch of road from uh, my from uh, Fulgate to to uh, uh, up to the up, just like where they demolish. Okay. The only the only building that is concrete, that is church, that is really church, Dominion mm. Chapel, mm. is left intact. It wasn't touched. That is a real very big church. All other things that are demolished there, mm. they are shanties. It's like you just bring in plant, you build your something, mm. your mechanic called, only even the, the, the motor seller. Mm. There was no block there. They just find some places and they put it. So it's different. And if you are living at that road, mm. by nine o'clock, you can't pass through that road from further revenue to something. Okay. This is where these boys, when they rob you along the thing, mm. they will jump. They will go inside that uh, uh, boot. Okay. Before you know, they cross to the other side. Okay. So they should be stop talking as if uh, a building, uh, some all these places are, are even those churches that are demolished. Mm. They are not block churches. Mm. They are plant. This uh, emergency pastor or something. These but, are but, 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 but you know <laughs> the, the mechanics. The mecha- The mechanics said that they were paying rent to uh, the local government <laughs> and they were paying tax to the state government. <laughs> The, the, the fact that we are paying rent and paying something to local government does not make you a own office, something. I'm telling you, these are messy places. Mm. It's not really, if you, I know if you know first that when you come through that school, mm. the other side is 
All these places are messy places. There's no single building here. Okay. And I'm talking to you, the only building that is very, very uh, concrete, which is Dominion Church, a very big church that I built something, is still standing there. All of those, all other mosques and all other churches that we are talking about yeah. are churches that are built by plants, with plants. You just co come today, you just create and you cover a place, maybe a church, a Holy Ghost church, mm. and put in uh, something. You come tomorrow, put or something. And when you are passing the night, mm. if you drive there, between the police station, before the second half, you will see the, 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 the pump. By the time you join the pump, when the police are on, they right. on you. When they collect whatever they done, they run to that, uh, that push. So right. those people are talking are not living in the, uh, in the first time. Even go to market, you are talking It wasn't a market. There was no single block there. Mm. It was some plant, plant uh, market. We had to battle something. Even along the main road, they, mm. they still sell something there. Mm. So they should stop talking uh, as if uh, buildings or structures or something are demolished. No. All these places are planned. But the mechanics Please. themselves are the ones who are saying that they've lost plenty money from the demolition. Okay, in a when you are doing mechanic workshop, mm. is it not open place that you do mechanic? Do you have a shop in the mechanic? Those mechanics, I repair my motor there. Mm. Those mechanics is just an open place where you just park, you walk, you drive in, mm. repair or something. There was no house there. Mm. So it's not a, it's not a crazy but it's a very big material. So even those people are selling very good there. Mm. They open, they sell it open place inside the that they mention something. Okay. Well, the mechanic we have, they just have small, one small shop, like a plant shop, mm. where they during the day or something. But you anybody can drive in and uh, and uh, and do their mechanic there and go. Oh. What is the structure? Abubakar, thank you very much for calling. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's your name? I'm Rachel. Can you hear me? Rachel or Richard? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel welcome. Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> Based on what they are saying. Mm. Although I don't know the area, mm -hmm. but I'm coming for a place that such things happened. They gave them six month notice okay. before demolished the place. And after the governor of the state renovated that place, he now he rented out to those particular people. Although I'm sorry for what they have lost so far, and if they have their rights, they can equally take them to the court okay. and have justice and have compensation for what they have lost. Okay. Since they are paying rent mm. and they are paying tax and all of that. Okay. All right. I don't mean it's just an empty area. The government don't have right to go there and collect tax, nor to go there and collect any payment for the shop. I'm coming from the north, Kanu. Mm. It happened like that. They have an open place selling their goods. No tax payment, no shop rent, no money for premises. But they only give them notice to leave the place within six months, and they did. Mm. So that is my thoughts on that. Rachel, thank you for calling to share your thoughts on that subject. Nigerians are responding to President Buhari's call to reopen old grazing routes. That's our second story. Remember, President Buhari said last week that he'll order Attorney General Malami to dig up a gazette from the First Republic that mapped out grazing routes for cattle across the country. Well, now we've heard from Senator Jibola Basiru, uh, Bashiru, who represents Oshun Central. 
and he's raising some points of correction for the president. Bashiru says, first of all, it wasn't a federal gazette from the First Republic. He says it was a law for the then Northern Region, signed by the then Premier of Northern Nigeria, Alhaji Amadubelu. So such a law never applied to the eastern, western or midwest regions and so definitely cannot apply to the states that emerged from them. But Bashiru's second point is a bigger point. He says the Land Use Act is backed by the Constitution and according to the Land Use Act, all land in a state is under the control of the state governor. So by Bashiru's reading of the Land Use Act, any gazette or decree from the past that gives power to the federal government to create grazing routes on a state's land is null and void. Bashiru says he's faulting the attorney general and the president's legal team for misleading the president. Are you a lawyer listening to the show? I really want to hear what you think about uh, Senator Bashiru's take. also heard from several state governments saying that they are unaware of such a gazette or degree and uh, they want they don't believe that um, there were any official grazing routes in their states ever we've heard from the Bayelsa state governor Diri. he said that there's never been routes in Bayelsa and it's a waterside state anyway Delta, Enugu, Oka, Akwaibom, uh, sorry, not Oka, sorry, Akwaibom, uh, Benway, uh, Cross River, all of them say that they've never had grazing routes. In fact, <laughs> Cross River says that the only thing related to cattle that they have is Obudu Cattle Ranch. We also heard from Governor Rotimia Keridolu. He says the idea of nomadic grazing belongs in the past. He compared Nigeria to countries like Ethiopia, where, according to him, you don't see migrating cattle herders. Their cows stay in one place, on land owned by the herders. Now, I want to know what you think about um, this back and forth about grazing routes. What do you think about Senator Bashiru's points about the Land Use Act and about the old decree only applying to the old northern region? Do you agree with Akere Dolu that grazing roots belong in the past? Grazing, period, belongs in the past. Or do you agree with the president? If you agree with the president, give me a call. 0700-993-993-993. Men, call me on that number. 700 993 993-993. Women, call me on 01-465-7190. You can still talk to me about the Festag demolitions if that's a story you prefer to talk about. 01-465-7190. Women, call me on that number. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp, 080-959-75805. Hello, thank you for calling us. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, my name is Paul, calling from Egbeda. Paul, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, Sandra, I hope those who are leading us in this nation would not set Nigeria on fire. We, we, we have to really be very, very careful. I don't believe that there is anybody advising Mr. President. When you listen to the interview, he spoke his mind. 
when they asked him of the issue of Twitter, he said he kept that one to himself, which means it's not the advice from anybody. He said he's the one instructing uh, the Minister of uh, Justice, Malami, to go and dust the Gazette out. So it was not advice of anybody. It's the thought of Mr. President. And by what the... Um, is it the representative in the House or the senator said? I stood by what he said. If you go to the history of Nigeria to look at details of this grazing route, it is of the northern region. It has nothing to do with the south. Even if it was, right now, we're in 21st century, we have the right to reject what has existed before. That is not acceptable to us again. So I think Mr. President should not set Nigeria on fire by insisting that this uh, grazing route should establish. Paul, thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Hello? How are you? I'm very well. What's your name, sir? My name is Prince Wyers from Amoka. Welcome, Prince Wyers. Go ahead. Number one, the market number Oh no, Prince YS, your line is not clear, so call back, huh? Why don't you call us back? 01465-7190 for women, for men, 0700-993-993-993. Hello, thank you for calling us. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ruben. what's your name? Ruben from Yaba. Welcome, Ruben, go ahead. Yeah, on the first uh, market demolition. Yeah. I've listened to some of the guys. They were speaking about uh, the 70s and the 80s. All I see is nostalgia. It's just relieving the nostalgic Lagos of, day, of then. Lagos has changed. The population of Lagos then is no more the population of now. Lagos is bigger than that. The population. So, expect more people, expect more businesses, expect changes. And like you said, in, in, some, in, in your heart, fast, the government is collecting tax for them. If they are creating another a place for them, why haven't the government developed it? Why have the government not done what it's supposed to be done within the small notice they are giving them and reset them there? All of a sudden, the government just come and destroy the place. Where, where, where do you expect them to, 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 to start from? How do people that are going about nostalgic feeling about Lagos and back in the 70s, 80s? They should not have Lagos have changed. They should leave it in. Millions of people are coming to Lagos every day. And they are settling down, they are starting a business, they are trying to flourish. Just like they to flourish in the city. Yeah, but should they be setting up businesses in residential areas? Ma? Should they be setting up businesses in residential areas? Well, it is, it is up to the government to make this uh, planning, this arrangement and planning. So if, if the government is not doing anything, then the, people, the citizens will resort to self-help. It's just simple logic, it's common sense. Okay, Ruben, thank you very much for calling. Now, of course, uh, as you're calling to share your thoughts about that story, let me bring you our final story so that you can talk about all of them as we go along. Our final story is a doozy. People are still reacting to the Twitter ban, court don't open, <laughs> and the Twitter ban lawsuits are flooding in. I already told you that Serap is dragging the federal executive to the ECOWAS court. 
But now there's a local lawsuit. He says that the Twitter ban is illegal and um, that uh, the ban has infringed on his rights to freedom of expression. You know Inibehe now, he's been on this show several times uh, on Hard Facts. He's been here um, a lot of times. He's a lawyer. Uh, he spoke to us from the Lagos NSAS panels more than once. He's also a very, very, very prolific Twitter user. So he'd be like, say this ban, don't pay now. Personally. So he's gone to court. He's suing the federal government. He's suing the information minister, Lai Mohammed. And he's also suing Attorney General Abu Bakr Malami. He says the ban is illegal since he says that there's no law giving the government the power to order it. He's asking for nine reliefs, including an injunction to stop the ban and an injunction to prevent Malami from prosecuting any Nigerians who use Twitter. So we're going to be following that lawsuit. We'll see how it goes. Meanwhile, the federal government is doubling down on the ban, insisting that the ban was justified. Lai Mohammed now says that Jack Dorsey, Twitter's founder, is liable for the violence and destruction that took place at the tail end of the NSAS protests. Oh, yes, he said that. Remember, Lai Mohammed and the federal government insist that the protesters were the ones behind the violence, while the protest organizers continue to say that the violence was done by the same hoodlums that also attacked them in the last few days of the protest. And in fact, some of the protesters accuse the government of sponsoring these hoodlums. But either way, Shao, Lai Mohammed says that since Dorsey helped to raise funds for NSAS on Twitter, He's responsible for the violence. What do you think about that? Before you tell me what you think, I want to take your mind back a bit. Remember how after the protests, government froze the bank accounts of a lot of organizers. Do you remember? Do you remember that? And remember how those organizers sued the government? Do you remember? Do you remember how the government was insisting that they did that because they believed that that money was linked to, ter to terrorism? Do you remember? Now, let me ask. How many of those people whose accounts were frozen was eventually charged with a crime? The answer is today's big hard fact. Zero. Nobody linked to organizing NSARS was ever charged with a crime related to vandalism or violence, including those who handled the fundraising. So the question becomes, somewhere I'm going somewhere, the question becomes, if the federal government believes the protest organizers were behind the violence and they believe that it was the money they got from Twitter fundraising that fueled it, why has there not been any prosecution? Why did the government end up having to unfreeze those accounts? Why was the government unable to present any evidence to the courts to keep the freezes in place? I'm asking for your opinion here. If you agree with the information minister, how do you reconcile the fact that up until now, there's been zero prosecutions? Where are the prosecutions? Just like when you were asking me, Sandra, where are the bodies? Where are the prosecutions, Lagos? Let me know. Do you agree with Lai Mohammed about Jack Dorsey? 
What do you think about these lawsuits that are hoping to stop the Twitter ban? Women, call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. That's for women. For men, 0700-993-993-993. Men, 0700-993-993-993. Share your thoughts on WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. You can also tell me what you think about uh, Senator Bashiru's points about the Land Use Act and about the old decree only applying to old northern region. Do you agree with Akere Dolu that grazing belongs in the past? Or do you agree with the president that uh, these grazing routes should be gazetted? 99.3. Hello. 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 How are you? What's your name? Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Good afternoon. Yes, my yes, my wedding man. Thank you. Yes, ma. My name is Olivia. Olivia, good to have you on the show. Which story do you want to talk about? Yes, about this our market where they break. I'm selling there. Okay. For uh-huh. this, for this second gate, for this second gate, Abuju. Okay. Mm. The way they take to it us there, we just suddenly one week week notice. Now everybody just they just come sudden like that, destroy everything. So they no they not given a notice six months ago. No, it's one week. One week, and I will see them. Okay. But that's a Boju market. Then talk, say, na illegal market. Say, you know, suppose they there. I don't know. Unless that one, unless our leader and them, they know about that one. But we wait there. But we wait there. Where they sell for there. What do you they sell? What do you they sell? Are they sell shoe? And they say you and bad. Okay. So now, now they have now nothing they do now. Not at least they for they for pity us now. They for pity us everything now. They have now they sleep. Since you, on that Sunday they have they sleep. Nothing now they do. No money for chops. No money for rent. No money for going. No thing. You been get time. You been get time to pack your load. Come out for the shop before they demolish them. Uh, yes, yes, they give us they give us chance to pack. Pack your things. Yes, okay, yes, yes. but I hear say in 2019 they don't demolish them before. So maybe I never come. Maybe I never come. You never come that time. Kai Pele, Pele. So what you go do now? How you want to do now? Well, nothing, nothing, ma. Fire have just gone our chop for mm. that. Uh, for that side, why they stay? Never it on January, January, yeah, no, January. 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 I remember. I remember. We fire born. Mm. All of us we are borrowing money for bank. Nothing will they pay them back before this while I come come again. Okay. And government no give una, Government no give una another place where una go pack go. No, nowhere. Nowhere. Many people that go there now sit down for money tonight. Sit down. They look nothing. Hey. Nothing new stuff I did because I go yesterday. Nothing, 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 nothing. I just see how today and they look. My sister. Oh, so, I don't know what to do. Oh, it'd be like her credits don't finish. My sister Pele, yeah? Um, I mean, there has to be there has to be some room. There has to be some give, right? Um, I mean, you 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 cannot like that's that's somebody whose business was was affected. Yes, she was in an illegal market, but she says, "Well, I moved here uh, before." The, after the first demolition and uh, market leaders did not communicate that it was illegal but now I don't have anywhere to sell my, my wares that's the face of some government policies or some human decisions because you know there also has to be room for the traders themselves to you know um, take some of the blame right 99.3 hello 
Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Bulumu, you are calling from my guest. Welcome. The three things. Those that are supporting the government, mm. where they have demolished so many places, including Lekki, Yakonde, Sanfield, uh, Ilaje side, they have been demolished. Though that they, they demolished in Ilaje, mm. they are living inside the Laguna in Badore, inside, inside the water. So those that are calling that justify government, mm. if it's for security purpose, good. But those that are calling and say it's good now, it's good now, it's good now, it's coming to them. That is one. On the presidency, mm. where they are the ones that enlarged the law, that all the land belong to government. Mm. And we don't know why they enlarged the law during the Obasanjo regime then in mm -hmm. the 70s. Mm -hmm. Now they are now coming back to us. They didn't say Sandra and Lagos State should not leave for but they are now making that law they enacted before to give all the other people, I don't want to mention their tribe. Now they are giving them the chances to come. Not to come and live in other tribe peacefully, but to become a terror to them. And we are watching them. So as the country is progressing, progressing in error, we don't know where we will land. In conclusion, Sister Sandra or President Sandra, <laughs> I have a friend on Facebook. There were many like that because I preached on Facebook. They can just, I want to give you money. I want to give money. Mm. There was a lady now that wanted to give me money in uh, Namibia. And when she went to a bank and they said, the guy is from where? Nigeria. Can we get a national ID card, a passport? I send it to her. They said, no, 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 no. That country that's full of criminality and banditry and the government are defending them. They said, no, 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 no. Did you know him? He said, yes, yeah, my family. How come? That guy in Nigeria is your family. The girl was angry and she went to a uh, monogram. And that one was worse. When they heard the name Nigeria, they said that country, no, 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 you can't send money to that country. This is the country that our government they are building for us. This is the government, those that they said they are our government. This is the country they are building for us. Good evening. Okay. Olumima, well, thank you very much for calling. Uh <laughs> message from OTG. OTG says I'm a resident of Festac Town. Seriously, we need our Festac Town back because Festac is a shadow of itself. From that 2nd Avenue down to 7th Avenue, you'll see shanties everywhere filled with all the uh, bike riders constituting nuisance all over the place with illegal structures that have defaced the town. The government should do something about these shanties and let's have a serene environment again. We've got Ralphie War at GK who says cows are more important to this administration than human beings it's really a pity we've got alexander benjamin who says except he'll be a rubber stamp judge sponsored by the executive if not the masses will have their way in court against the dictatorial buhari marino slice ben says buhari's government um okay i'm i'm not quite sure what you're writing there perhaps take a look and then uh, let me know what it is that you're trying to communicate um sandra i support reopening of grazing routes and i've identified some areas that need to be reclaimed according to my own gazette Parkview Estate in Ikoyi and Banana Island are on the grazing routes. In fact, the National Theatre and National Stadium in Lagos are also on the grazing routes and they need to be reclaimed since we all want to be clowns. 
<laughs> Tunji from Lekki, thank you very much for your message. Shala says, uh, I sometimes wonder where Lai Mohammed originated from. I just tire for the guy. Sandra, Mr. Abubakar's report wasn't complete. Not only Dominion City Church was left, CPM and a car wash um, has its building in brick were left. Before the demolition, we all saw the notice which was dated on the 6th and was due on the 12th, which was the day of the demolition. That's a message from Chibuzo. Uh, Chibuzo is... Uh from Satellite Town. Thank you very much, Chibuza, for your message. Uh, Sandra, sometimes try to go to social... Okay. uh, Restoring the master plan of Festac Town is okay, provided it should be done in full, not piecemeal. The FHA should penetrate wherever the entire uh, landscape has been altered. Why did the government keep mute when the traders were rebuilding the Abuju market? There should be some level of human face in the quit notice in order to aid victims' pains. All right, we'll take a break, Lagos. We'll be right back. More talk, news and sports after this. We Entertainment, in partnership with Riverside Productions, bring you this comedy blockbuster. One Lagos night. Eniola Badmos, Aliunu, Chris Okabwe, Obolo, and lots more. Directed by Ekenesom McQueen. God, hey, I swear to God, if after seven days you don't answer me, I'll go meet the devil. Put in the book. Read the word, just what's for the book. Devil himself. Premieres May 29th on Netflix. Meanwhile, download Carry Combo. Huh? So it's in game. What you say, one? Huh? Check out, I don't be quick not to do that. Based on rent, no carry out. Which country is this now? First, na 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 job matter. Second, na job matter. One latest night. Anticipate. Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Five minutes to the top of the hour and then I hand you over to the sports gang. We've got a message here from a day in Surulere who says, Lai Mohammed doesn't know what he's on about. Like everything coming out from him, Malami Onyama, Garbashehu, Onochi, Adeshino and all the others, they don't have any prima facie case, even in hell against Twitter. Ensas protesters and all others, if they've uh, any liver or feel they've any case, they should go to the international courts to prove their cases. They'll disgrace, shame, embarrass and take them to the cleaners, exposing their incompetencies, massive corruption at every level. They should push their lock. They should stop deceiving themselves. Ade, thank you very much for your message. Uh, Gideon from Berger says, is the president taking us forward or backward? Is he uniting Nigeria or dividing Nigeria? All right. Thank you very much for your message. How can ordinary uh, political appointees like Lai Mohammed be determining the affairs and direction of a democratic system? Oh, Sandra, I cry for my nation. It's a shame. Well, he's the minister for information and policy uh, formulation is actually part of his portfolio, actually. You know, we've got more messages here. Sandra, I don't know why cattle rearing, which is private business, becomes issues with uh, that gives Buhari sleepless night. Even if he has a cow or one of them, must he show it as a Nigerian president? Why can't he understand the modern way of rearing cows? Aking, sending that message across. Aking, thank you very much for your message. Gideon from Surulere says... Um, 
Ah, he sent me a message that has been making the round on uh, WhatsApp about the routes that are actually gazetted. We've got uh, Bass from Texas, USA, who says it's obvious Mr. President doesn't have any ideas and can do anything to take care of his cows. He needs proper guidance. Kaede from Surulere says, Sandra, it's quite a pity the kind of AGF we have in this administration. The Gazette of Reference is a regional bulletin for Northern Region. The absolute truth now is that the 1999 Constitution supersedes the Gazette of 1960. Let's come back to the phone lines. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? My name is Rejoice. Hi, Rejoice. Okay, Sandra, I actually called for just a minute. I don't know. Are they still doing it? Uh, We're not doing it today because we've got Euro 2020 going on. Okay. Thank you for calling, Rejoice. Uh, Fasanya from Apapa says, It is shameful, disdainful, divisive and reprehensible that a president of a multi-ethnic people behaves in such a way. Digging up an archaic law that is against the 1999 constitution, these grazing roots suggestion will surely have consequences. We use uh, eight years, we use six to eight years discussing cows and cattle. Demeaning, Sandra. That's a message from Baba Tunde. We'll take a final call and call it a day. Hello. Uh, 99.3. Hello. Hello. Ah, you're just hearing me breathe? Okay. 99.3. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. 